BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I was in Austin a few weeks ago, and I finally got to see Milk and Honey in person. And it is the most beautiful spa ever. They have incredible treatments like massages and facials and hydrofacials, waxing, manicures and pedicures. And they are in Texas and LA. So if you are a listener from one of those places, you better check it out. But if you're not, and you still want to try their stuff, or maybe you want to get a gift for the holidays for someone, the new year is the perfect time to level up your skincare, body care, self-care routine, or just give some really amazing gifts like their art of the bath set, their skincare hero set, or even just their essential oil candles. They also carry tons of other amazing brands that are curated really, really well. And the company was founded by a woman named Alyssa Bayer, and we love supporting women, don't we? If you haven't heard of Milk and Honey, now is your chance to try it. Milk and Honey is a line of bath, body, and skincare born from the spa and made with safe ingredients in small batches in Austin, Texas. An amazing place, by the way. Milk and Honey's products are developed alongside their in-house team of estheticians at Milk and Honey Spa. So definitely check it out. Go to milkandhoney.com and use code ACME and you'll get 20% off your next purchase. If you go to milkandhoney.com and use code ACME, just you guys, just We Met at Acme listeners can enjoy 20% off their next order. So that includes gifts for your friends, gifts for you. They have an amazing exfoliating cleanser, which is so great. If you're a bath person, you definitely want to try all of their bath products. I mean... Talk about a relaxation situation after being with your family on Thanksgiving. Try it out and let me know what you think. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited for this episode today with Audrey. She is hysterical. I've been following her on TikTok for a while now and she actually is a fan of the podcast. And we apparently met at one of my early on events And she said hi in the bathroom. And I guess we've just been kind of connected without realizing it ever since. So I'm so happy we're coming full circle today. And she opens up about her relationship, which is officially Instagram official since we recorded this episode. But before that, it wasn't. And we talked about why. So I'm really excited for you to hear all about that. 
And I hope everyone had a really nice Thanksgiving. I was at my in-laws-to-be in Westchester and his mom is just... Stephen's mom is an amazing cook. Like she makes such delicious food and his sister is like a baker extraordinaire. She makes incredible... She bakes so well and it's actually such an amazing thing that she does. She has a really bad nut allergy. And so she's like always had to bake her own desserts. And so instead of just like baking regular desserts, she takes it to the next level and she makes such amazing, incredible, delicious desserts and just always goes above and beyond for like Stephen's birthday, making the most incredible cakes. And she has influenced me to bake more and I just love their fam. And I'm so excited to be meshing with them when we get married. So it was really nice to have Thanksgiving together and their cousins came in and it was just really amazing. And we ate so much and I'm really grateful that we were able to do that. And then we went to my parents for the weekend, which is where we are now. And it was really nice to be able to be with them. My dad's birthday just happened. And so this is kind of like his birthday weekend celebration. It's always all around Thanksgiving. And it's just really honestly nice to be like away from the city in the suburbs in like the peace and quiet for a little bit. It's necessary. It's like a necessary restart. You know, I love the city. Don't get me wrong, but it's good. It's good to be away from it for a bit. I'm going to answer a few of your questions, then we're going to get right into Audrey. Somebody asked, do you have people in mind to play matchmaker for at your wedding? You bet your ass we do. We have a few, I would say like at least 12 single friends coming. And I am like so annoying. I was like, should we make a singles table? And obviously that is not going to happen because no one wants to be at a singles table. Like that's just so forced. But we still might sit people next to each other and try to play little musical chairs. And I mean, nothing would make me happier, literally nothing than people meeting at my wedding and like that being their story, especially just as someone who has set up couples successfully who have gotten married, that would just be like the icing on the cake. Mental health in relationships causing breakups. Such an important subject to talk about. And it's so funny because like, or I don't know, it's not funny. It's just so real because mental health has caused more breakups than you even know. And only now is it being recognized as a reason, but there are so many breakups. There's so many people that broke up with you or broke your heart, dumped you out of nowhere because of their mental health issues, you know, and that's like never addressed. So it's very real. And I'm glad that someone brought it up and it's just so important to take care of your mental health. And I've been in relationships where a lot of the men that I was seeing at the time or boys rather had unresolved mental health issues and family trauma or drama that they never dealt with. And it was a huge part in our breakup. And maybe it was me breaking up with them because of that reason. Maybe it was them breaking up with me because of that reason. But it's very real. And that's why it's so important to like work on yourself and work on your mental health before getting into a relationship that you really care about because you or they may end up sabotaging it, not even wanting to, you know? Speaking of sabotaging, someone wants to talk about self-sabotaging when dating. You know, I do it all the time. I was talking in my last episode about how I was starting fights with Steven. 
it's really easy to self-sabotage. And so you just have to check yourself and you have to say like, is this something that like I'm actually mad about? Or is this something that I'll care about in a week? Or, you know, what was my partner's intention? Is Was it negative? Or am I just like telling myself that narrative, you know? And you just got to get ahead of it. And not to bring up therapy again, but like therapy. Someone said just two dates in and it's going well, but there aren't the fireworks. Is that a red flag? I would say if it's feeling forced, it's a red flag, but fireworks aren't necessarily... I mean, unless you're talking about like sparks, there should be some tension in a good way. There should be some excitement, but like fireworks, I don't know if that's necessary. Like I wouldn't say it was like fireworks with Steven. It was like so much excitement, but it wasn't like oh my God, everything's like falling into place. Well, that's not true. It kind of was, but I think I wouldn't give up on this person unless you feel like you're forcing it. Because once you feel like it's other people being like, oh, they're great. You should definitely keep seeing them. And it's not you. It's not coming from you feeling that way. That's that's no good. Somebody said office hookups and how to figure out if it could turn into a real relationship. I think this is like the same as anything. Like, are they pursuing you? Are they trying to be more than that? Because you'll know. I feel like you'll know even more because you see them every day, you know? Someone asked how to not get the ick with bad sex at the beginning of a new relationship. Oh my God, such a wonderful question. Because honestly, it's okay if your sex isn't amazing at the beginning of a relationship. You don't really know each other yet. You don't really know how to make the other person come. Like you don't know they're like kinks. You don't know really what they're into. And I would say like my sex with my fiance, like it continued to get better. And if I had just judged it based on the way it was at the beginning, like that would have been unfair because it's not the same way now. It continues to get better. And so I think don't get the ick with bad sex because you're not even then giving it a chance to get really good, which is hopefully, you know, what will happen as you get to know each other and you work together. Quick wedding update. And then I'm going to turn it over to Audrey. Things are stressful. I hysterically, I broke down hysterically crying. It's, It's really hard because I... Love my mom to death, but she's not one of those, like, I want to say suburban because like that just feels right. But like, you know, like hands on moms that like comes in and like decorates your dorm and like comes in and this and comes in and that. Like she's more of like, you know, she's like a New York City mom. Like she's supportive, but like it's really all on me to do. And so like I'm planning this wedding And my fiance just recently decided to get more involved. But obviously he's like, I want to be involved. And then I'm like, okay, great, be involved. And he's like, okay, this is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. And that's what's wrong. And I'm like, okay, then don't be involved. Like if you're going to come in here and bring negative vibes, like it's so hard. And like my in-laws to be are being wonderful and so helpful. You know, everyone's trying to be helpful, but it's really, it's difficult. And our wedding planners are on the West Coast. They're not even close by. So communication is extra difficult. And it's just like, it's a lot. We're, we're destination wedding. And so 
There's a lot of decisions that can't really be made because we're not there. I don't know about hair and makeup trials and stuff like that because I'm not there. And, you know, there's only a certain amount in a budget that you can go over and cannot go over. And it's it's tough. If you plan a wedding and you don't cry once, like I'd be shocked. I would say that you're a billionaire and you're just smooth sailing because you don't have a budget and everything is easy breezy. But if you do and you're a realistic human, it's going to be tough. And like, you're going to change your mind a lot, whether it's like on an after party dress or a rabbi. Like I have to interview rabbis. Like, what is that? What does that mean? No one ever teaches you those things. And so I think we're just trying to like do the best we can, but it is really stressful. So I just want to say like, if you are going through it, like I'm right there with you. Do I feel lucky? Absolutely. Am I grateful to be in this position? Would I have died to be in this position? 100%. And I want you guys to know that there's not a moment that goes by where I'm not like, I get to plan a wedding, not like I have to plan a wedding, but it's still, you know, we'll get to you. And so I think I understand why people just throw in the towel antelope. But anyway, we're going to make it through it. We're going to make it through and you're going to see the pictures and it's going to be great. I'm really excited for you to listen to Audrey. Hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving. I'm really excited to tell you that our live show is less than a month away. On December 26th, we're going to be celebrating all things holiday and not feeling lonely. And it's going to be so much fun. We're going to play some games. We're going to go over some dating profiles again. Maybe it'll be yours. And we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have some special guests, some comedy, and it's the perfect way to ring in the new year slash Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, come celebrate with us at Caroline's. The link is in my bio on Instagram and I hope to see you there. Maybe it's just me, but I have a feeling it's not. Being around family during the holidays, especially when you're planning a wedding, can be really stressful, like really stressful and not that fun to be honest. And can put you in a really bad headspace that you weren't even in before, or maybe you were, and it brings it out of you. But either way, like you don't have to go through that alone. And it just gets harder and harder. Like there's Thanksgiving, then there's Christmas, Hanukkah, then there's New Year's. I mean, there's a lot of family shit that's about to go down and all this trauma that's going to come up and you can get really frustrated even in just like seasonal depression whatever you're going through you're not the only person going through it we're all in this together but we don't have to deal with it alone we don't like talk space is the perfect place the perfect outlet for you i can't explain to you how helpful therapy has been to in my life. Like if I had the time, I would talk to my therapist every single day. And it's just so easy to start. Like it's a single message. If you need a little support to help you through the end of the year, like we all do, or you just want to start building towards a better upcoming year, Talkspace is here to help. You can match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and you'll get $100 off your first month with promo code ACME. That's $100 off when you go to Talkspace.com and you use promo code ACME. I want you to feel better. 
I want you to feel how I feel when I leave a therapy session. Like that photo of Nicole Kidman, like running out of the office after she divorces Tom Cruise. That's how you deserve to feel. And you can feel. So get started with Talkspace today and use code ACME for $100 off. There's something about being home in your childhood bedroom that, I mean, maybe this is just a me thing, but it reminds me of like the first time I ever masturbated. Like I had no idea what I was doing. I was like using my sheets, like definitely didn't have a vibrator, didn't know how to do anything with my fingers. And I just had an orgasm and it was the best experience. And I've And I'm sure we all have been chasing that ever since. But the best situation to continue that and to make it honestly so much easier is by listening to a really sexy story. Like that really gets me going. Dipsy is an amazing, amazing app and website. And they've got stories for days, like all kinds of sexy stories. It's It's an app full of sexy audio stories that are brand new all the time. So whether it's like, you know, your cousin's friend that they bring to Thanksgiving or maybe like, I don't know, someone you meet at Macy's when you're doing your Thanksgiving shopping or maybe it's like your boss, whatever you're into, Dipsy has some of it to offer you. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy offers an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash Acme. It's been a really tough Thanksgiving. I think you deserve to feel good and have an orgasm. 30 days full of access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A Stories dot com slash acme that's dipsystories.com slash acme check it out and let me know what your favorite story is maybe i'll check it out hey i'm molly carmel an eating disorder and addiction therapist and your coaching guide on my show what you're craving we get to the real root of your problems when it comes to food weight dieting and beyond Through honest conversations with the crew of my favorite experts and friends, we'll expand our minds, we'll learn, we'll laugh, we'll even heal. Get ready to break open and break through. I've got your back big time. And together, we'll figure out what you're really craving. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with content creator, Audrey Peters. Hey, Audrey. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Literally, my 19-year-old self is like screaming. Wait, so I need to hear the story about the Soho House bath. So apparently, Audrey was saying that we met in a bathroom before when she was fucked up. Um, Yeah, we were at Ludlow House (laughs) one night, and I saw you from like across the room at Soho House, and I was like, oh my God, guys, that's We Met at Acme. That's Lindsay Metzler. (laughs) It's Lindsay Metzler, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was Metzler. Or Metzalar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I saw you from across the room and I was like, no, I'm not going to bother her. Like, I'm so not the person that goes up to people. And also, like, I'm not very in, shockingly, I'm not really into like celebrity culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't know anything. Like, I'll go to events and like my friends will be like, oh my God, that's them. And I'm like, I have no idea who that is, but I knew who you were. And I saw you from across the room and I was like, no, no, no I'm not going to bother her. And then I got like two more drinks in and I was in the bathroom <laughs> and you were there. And I went up to you and I was like, oh my God, me and my roommate in college for four years did your polls every single day religiously. That makes me so. 
so happy. And at that point, had you started your TikTok? No, this was way before. T- uh-huh. I started TikTok in like 2020. And this was in 2019, like right before the pandemic. I love that. When I, I hope, ran I hope I was like nice. Oh, you were so I must nice. have been so like flattered by it because no one was like going up to me at that point. No, ever. you were so nice. You were like, okay, oh my God, good. you listen to my podcast. That's so sweet. I'm like, <laughs> I do. I think I remember that like making my night. Was it Was it a night? It yeah, was a night, It was that right? night. It yeah, was that night. I remember. Okay, so tell us all about yourself. Where are you from and how old are you? I'm 24 years old. I'm originally from Miami. I lived there until I was 12. And then I moved here because my parents were divorced since I was a year old. And then my dad is like from here. Mm-hmm. So he came back to New York right after they divorced. So mm-hmm. I was always kind of back and forth anyways. And then I went to boarding school. Then I went to George Washington University. I studied communications. Then I worked at Harper's Bazaar for a year and a half. And now I do content full time. That's so cool. So how did you decide what content to even put out? I mean, like you're you're so young still, but like your content is so clearly like catching for people. So like, how did you decide? That's so nice. I think it was, so my first video that ever went viral, I'd always been into internet popularity, if that makes sense. Like Vine, I was obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. The humor on Vine is still unmatched. And then I became really into Instagram when it came out. Like I was obsessed with like Song of Style oh, and yeah. PR Ferragni as fashion bloggers because I've always been really mm-hmm. into fashion. I worked in fashion for so long before I did, well, not so long, I'm 24, but I worked yeah, in fashion yeah, yeah. exclusively until I started doing content. So then I started my own blog, but then I got bullied for my blog. And then when the wait, pandemic- Wait, why bullied? Oh, people really made fun of, like, me trying to take pictures of myself in outfits. Like you tried to do the fashion blog Yes, thing, I tried people to- people were like, no. yes. And people were really annoying about it. And I didn't care in high school, but then when I got to college and I was like, I made it over, I made it over the hump of like people ridiculing me. My friends in college won't do that. They're going to like admire me for a hobby. And then like that didn't really happen. But isn't that what happens with everyone who tries to start out as someone who takes photos of themselves? Like, yes, I'm almost positive that like everyone made fun of like something Navy and we were what before it became like an amazing, you know, million plus following. I just made a video on TikTok that's like everyone is gonna think you're cringe until you're successful at it. Every like oh, and then you're still gonna be cringe, and people still are gonna hate on you. But most people will be jealous and try to get lunch. Exactly, that's so so spot on. It's crazy, and it's not even just like content creating or fashion blogging. It's, it's like even everything. like gu- like guys who start their own companies. Totally, like, people their friends make fun of them until the 100%. company is successful. It's like that's such an important point about like creating content in general or being a creator period whether that's a company that you're creating a podcast a podcast you're creating a blog a tiktok like you just have to accept that you're going to be made fun of so i'm glad that you said that totally and like i did i really got and then i let it get to me in college and that's Mm -hmm. when i was like okay no more I'm just, I'm not, I'm over this. It's my, if my new, who I thought were really cool, and there's a lot of them are still my friends. Like, yeah. in retrospect, they were just immature and like, didn't get it. And now, and like, but everybody who made fun of me apologized. Of course they really? did. Of course they did. Like Almost how? everybody. Now they're like, wait, it's like, so, like, it was in their own way. A lot of people mm-hmm. are like, wait, it's like so cool you do that. Like, good for you. And I'm like, that's your apology for having said that I was really cringe in right. 2016. So, right. And then so you were saying in 2020 pandemic hit. 2020 pandemic hit. I had given up all of the internet stuff. I just thought like now I have a job. I was working at Bazaar, Hearst Magazines. I was obsessed with TikTok, but I didn't make content on it. And then again, a few of my friends, when I said I like TikTok, they were like, how would you even tell a guy that you're like into TikTok if that came up? Like, wouldn't that be so embarrassing? 
And I was like, well, it's not like I like create content on it. Like I just scroll yeah. and they're like, that's so embarrassing. And I was like, well, I actually kind of want to make content on it. Like I have so little to do right now. I thought it would be fun. And I think I'm funny sometimes. And they were like, I just like really don't even know how you would explain that to a guy. What? How is that any more embarrassing than video games? Um, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a good point. I really don't think they meant anything badly by it. And they, right. they apologized almost immediately by it. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that they apologized because I think a lot of people don't realize that things like that are hurtful. And then I made one video that was like what your favorite designer says about you because I worked in fashion. And it got like 2 million views overnight and I got 10,000 followers and I got terrified that my bosses were going to see it because I was talking about like some of our clients. Like I talked about like Louis Vuitton and Dior, I think, and like two others. So I took it down. I was like, oh my God, like this was before any, like I didn't have a TikTok. Like this was, it didn't exist for me. It was my only video really. So I took it down and then I just kind of followed that format. So I would do like what your, it evolved into New York City stuff. So I do like what your favorite brunch spot says about you. Like what your favorite, what your New York City date spot says about you, uh, rating this, rating that. And then it just kind of evolved. That's so awesome. And I have to ask, because you know, because you listen to the podcast that we love astrology. When is your birthday? May 1st. Oh, Taurus. Yes, Taurus. But you have other energy coming through. Libra energy. I knew it. I'm a rising Libra. I knew it. Yeah. I love that. I so don't resonate with being a Taurus. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the part of me that's a Taurus is the materialistic part of me that loves For to go sure. shopping. But For other than sure. that, I'm, like, so not a Taurus. And then yeah. my moon is in Pisces. Oh, so you have, like, a lot of really, like— caring and like healing energy yeah. around you which is yeah. really interesting pisces moons are are so interesting my boyfriend's a pisces moon really yeah so you have the same moon sign yeah okay well that leads me to my next question <laughs> what's your current relationship status um i have a boyfriend okay for almost seven months now it's very cute and is he 24 also he's 26 okay so tell us a little bit about him we've seen him a little bit on your stories <laughs> but Need to know more. And also, we had talked about this, and I hope it's okay to say, but oh God, how did it go meeting the parents? So I met his mom. His dad's a little older, so he okay. didn't come in. They mm-hmm. live there from Philly, like right outside of Philly, so he didn't come in. But it was great. She's so sweet. We really hit it off. She did most of the talking, which really took the weight off of my totally. shoulders, and it was great. But I took your advice. I, like, asked her questions that we had chatted about. Like, I, she, I know she's really into riding horses. Like, I asked her— about horseback riding, obviously about him, and it went really well. I was prepared. I prepared myself. <laughs> I love it. And so how long has it been now between you, like, that you have been dating? Um, Seven months. Okay. Yeah. So it's been seven months. What about, like, how long you were seeing each other before official, and how did that conversation come up? I think it was around—actually, it's a funny story. He's going to fucking kill me for telling the story. But he— was kind of nervous. He had, this is his first relationship. So he didn't know when to bring it up. And I think we had been two and a half months before he brought it up, but he didn't really bring it up. Like I kind of did, but only because it was prompted because he essentially said, I love you. And then he didn't say it. He was like, he has, he looked really odd. Like his expressions were off. And I was like, are you okay? Like what's going on? <laughs> and he was so cute. He was like, I didn't, it didn't click to me though. He was like, I can't say it. It's too early. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I can't. I can't. It's too early. And I was like, huh? And then it clicked. I was like, oh, my God. And then I was like, so we're dating? And he was like, yeah, I thought you knew that. I was like, well, you didn't ask me. But then he asked. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. When is his birthday? August 13th. (laughs) 
Oh, a Leo. So he's a Leo Cancer rising. Uh-huh. Yeah. Love that. And Pisces Moon, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Some questions came in from you from your loyal TikTok followers. I didn't I didn't know about this slash that you were open about this, but you've gotten your nose done. Yes. And you were upset with the surgeon who did the first one. Yes. This person wants you to warn everybody so that they don't go to them. Okay. So here's the thing. I've actually, I'm open about who did it. And it's funny because I've had people say like, oh, but I loved what he did on me. So I just want, before I do say who it was, I do want to say that everybody has a different experience. Mm -hmm. I just don't like my experience. I do know people who have had good experiences with him. Um, His name is Dr. Daniel Baker. Okay. He's on the Upper East Side. I just think that he is on the decline, and not in a bad way. He's just an older surgeon. I got my nose done with him, and he was already fairly old. I think that if I could recommend one tip when looking for a surgeon amongst many things is kind of look for the it doctor that's young and good at the, in the moment. I wouldn't go for someone towards, like, towarding— that's not a word. <laughs> going, I, I know what you mean. Going towards the end of yeah. their career because they're kind of tired at that point, uh-huh. in my personal opinion. But yeah, it was Dr. Daniel Baker, and I just don't love the way things turned out. But it looks good. It's very crooked. And I can't breathe for shit. And really? I have two different profiles. Thank God I'm sitting here because I look much better on this side. <laughs> on this side, I swear to God, I look like a different person. That is wild. Yeah. So, like, what are you going to do if you're unhappy with it? I'm going to get it redone in L.A. Okay. I've seen a few doctors. I'm probably going to go. I'm still figuring out the date, but I'm going to go in probably February to L.A. to get it done with Dr. Karimi. Mm-hmm. And how does your boyfriend feel about your openness around that subject? Oh, he does not care at all. Mm-hmm. He could, Like, I'm the luckiest girl for so many reasons, but he's also just, like, the most laid back, like, doesn't care about any of it. If I make a TikTok making fun of him, he could not possibly care less. Like, I'm really lucky in that regard. I love that. So your main platform is TikTok. And I guess you're technically Gen Z, right? Uh, I'm like 1997. So I'm like, I'm like that weird gap. But yeah, you're teetering. But I feel like being closer to it than I, you like are able to understand that everyone that comments for the most part on TikTok is like, not to be taken seriously in any way. And like the hate on TikTok is so much crazier than Instagram and not like monitored than on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. And so for me, like I have two examples of times that I was really on TikTok. The first time I made a joke TikTok, like, you know, those trends. And it was like that clown, like that clown effect. Yeah. And it's like when people say something that like makes them look stupid. It's like people yeah. will usually be like, when he told me he was yeah, like yeah. coming home I know the trend, and then it's like the course. clown. So I did that as a joke. I like I did it with my fiance like next to me, but I I was like when somebody tells you or when you t- tell him to go to therapy and then the therapist tells him to break up with you because I thought it was funny. Yeah, no, that is hilarious. And, <laughs> and like and like you're the clown, you know. And it like went viral for a hot second, but then every comment was like they didn't think I was in on the joke, you know? They were like, oh, my God, thank God he got rid of you. Like, you know what I mean? Just, like, horrible shit. Yeah, I mean— And that, like, I just looked past because I was like, whatever. Like, he loves me. Like, they I'm don't not, know like, shit, they, right? like, they don't know. And then a girl—you know how I do the, like, four reasons why yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I love this those. This girl, like, actually, like, full-on, like, mocked my whole thing. Like, she was like— Four, and 
And she goes, like, four reasons why, like, I, like, blah, blah, blah. She's, like, she's like because I'm, like, I have a house in the Hamptons. Like, just, like, really, like, ridiculous. She's, like, she's, like, I'm, but I'm single, so, like, don't take my advice. Like, just, like, went so hard. Were you single at the time? No. That's this so was, like, a few weeks ago. And I was, like, Ew. and I was, like, oh, my God. And I wouldn't have noticed it, to be honest. Like, it wasn't coming up on my thing. But, like, someone reached out and they were, like, I just want you to know this girl is making fun of you. Which is also something to discuss, like, if you'd want to even know that at all. But then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to comment. And I commented and I was like, you're right. I don't have a boyfriend. I have a fiance. Love. (laughs) Burn. (laughs) What did she say? Did she respond to you? She was like, I'm so sorry for calling you skinny and rich. Like it was like she was ready to fucking go. She was ready to go. Go at it. I've learned the hard way that it's better to not have anything in writing. Mm. And I, when I see something hateful about myself, I know, like, I used to get so torn up because if it's something like she's so fat and ugly, like I've been called an ogre for the love of God, like that, like, okay, engagement of any kind is good engagement. I'll take what I can get. Yeah. But if it's about my character, that's when I start to get more upset because I'm like, oh my God, like, it's so upsetting that I came across a certain way because I think I'm a good person and not everyone sees everything about me and it's easy to make assumptions. Mm -hmm. So I would, you know, like either write to them on DM and be like, I'm so sorry. I saw that something I said upset you. And it just always backfires every single time, whether, you know, someone responds to a comment and makes a video with the comment that I've said being like, I'm so sorry, or like responding to my point or making a video showcasing the message that I sent to them, like trying to be really nice. So I just stopped having things in writing and I, you know, learned from Queen Victoria Paris and I just block. But the way I see hate on TikTok, it's like if someone came up to you on the street and was like, you stupid, skinny girl with a house in the Hamptons. You'd be like, you crazy person. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what, what is wrong with you? Like, you wouldn't think twice. You'd be like, oh, my God, I feel so sorry for you. You're mentally sick for being able to right, do something like that. Right. It is no different than on the internet. They're just more cowardly because they're hiding behind a phone. Right. It's just bad manners. I'd be like, oh, my God, like you were raised so wrong. I'm so sorry right. for you. I mean, I just think about it because I was like, I, like, even in my darkest, deepest, like, depression, would never— comment on someone's photo who's like a person who would see it not like a celebrity not that I did that but like I would never also so it's hard for me to relate but and I would never say like something negative like I just like if I don't know and I'm almost like what's worse like someone that actually comments something negative or something someone that like talks to their friends negatively about you every every day I I I mean they're they're both bad I was gonna say I think it's like honestly some sort of tie and to be honest like I just always think about it as like if the only thing someone has to do is talk negatively about other people and or leave comments all day, like you deserve kindness the most. Like you're in deep. Like you need help. So I just like I can't let it get to me. Yeah. It's hard though. Sometimes it gets hard. hard. It's so hard. I don't know about you guys, but the last thing I want to do after Thanksgiving weekend is put on a workout outfit. Like absolutely not. So I decided to get and like these are so hot right now. I'm convinced that like they're fully coming back. Is it the 90s, the 60s, 70s? I don't know. But unitards, like these onesies, these amazing unitard onesies are back. 
And Girlfriend Collective has the best ones ever. They have this really cute, like it's called Moss Bike Unitard and it's green. And like, it is so cute and you can wear it with long socks or you can get a longer unitard that's like to the ground, like the Sedona Scoop or the Earth Scoop. Everything they have is so cute and it actually makes me want to work out right now in this moment and like want to, you know, put that unitard on because it's so freaking cute. And also like it sucks everything in. Like a unitard is so flattering. Every time I wear one to a workout class, someone's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's just my girlfriend unitard. And Girlfriend Collective is the best company to be supporting because they're sustainable and they have ethically made activewear that's for everyone. Like everyone. I mean, sizing is so inclusive from like extra, extra small to 6XL. They believe in all shapes and sizes. And I love that message. So if you're working out, running errands, doing nothing at all, or just want to feel productive by putting on a workout outfit, Girlfriend is the place to go. Girlfriend Collective has all of the best leggings. They're squat proof. Some come with pockets. Come on. I mean, who doesn't want leggings with pockets? It just makes everything so much better. And for listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash Acme. That's $25 off your $100 or more purchase when you go to girlfriend.com slash Acme. That's girlfriend.com slash Acme now. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode with Audrey. I love her energy and it's just good to have like female energy around you. And something that also is very female is the fact that I have to take birth control. Like it's so annoying. It's so stressful. I feel like, you know, I've been having to go in and get a prescription every time and connect with a doctor and then pay all this money. And like, I just wanted it to be easier. I just wanted it to be easier. And so I looked into working with the Pill Club. If you haven't heard of the Pill Club, it's a birth control subscription. So it's prescribed by a medical professional and delivered straight to your door for free. Um, The Pill Club carries over 120 FDA approved brands, which is amazing because most brands of birth control actually are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 per month without insurance. So if you're being hesitant about like, oh, I don't want to change my birth control, but they're charging me so much and blah, blah, blah. This is your sign to change it up because you shouldn't have to be paying that much. The Pill Club also delivers birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging, along with fun self-care gifts and goodies. So like you're not just getting birth control, you're getting self-care gifts like as you deserve because you are a woman who's taking control of your life. And like if men had to take birth control, they never would. They just never would. So right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash Acme, you are not only donating to bedsider.com when you become a patient, but that $10 donation helps low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. So that's thepillclub.com slash Acme, and you'll get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, that's thepillclub.com slash Acme. You have to use this link to make a donation. 
I had a situation yesterday. So I am like planning my wedding and I posted all these dresses. They were that, gorgeous. I thank died. You, thank you. And I can't wait like, to see the real dress. <gasps> and I posted all these dresses and like I was so excited about the ability to post these dresses because I've chosen mine. And I got like all of these messages from like this one specific girl and her friends that were like, take down your post now. And I was like, I don't even think I answered. I like waited for them to explain, you know? Take down your post. Take down your post. And I'm like, what's going on? And and she's like, that's my friend's wedding dress. In How your post. is anyone gonna know that? <laughs> I mean, it was so wild. Like, I like I understand the the like the scared drama like around like your actual wedding dress being posted online, but like every wedding dress gets posted online one way or another. There's no like unless you're customizing a dress way to like protect it. Anybody could find it in a store in a store if and it's not custom. Anybody. And so I was just like it was so incessant like continue they messaged my sister. What? It was like it was wild. I won't even tag a lot of my friends and I definitely won't tag my boyfriend in fear of messages and things like that. I won't I do mean, it. I mean it was it was so scary but so then I was like you know what? Fine. And I took it down. You took down the post? I took down the post. No. I took down the post because I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't need—and this is what's so scary about being someone with, like, a public persona. It's like, now I don't want this girl and her friends, like, coming for me and, like, writing trash reviews and, like, going so hard against me because I posted something that was intended to, like, inspire brides looking. Well, can you repost it just without that dress? I think I'm going to. I was going to say, I would just repost it without that specific dress because you you can't let her take that from you at the same time. But I totally understand and see why you'd be nervous because I get nervous too. Like, I again, like, I won't even let, like, my boyfriend comment on my things because I'm like, if anybody can figure, like, connect the dots, like, no. yeah. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, I'm lucky that my fiance is not on social because I would be like scared for that exactly. Oh, does I, he not have Instagram? He doesn't have Instagram, but oh. I probably wouldn't have posted him either. I think you're very smart yeah, in doing that. Yeah, I won't post. I mean, I story on Instagram, but I won't tag. I don't let him comment on TikTok the same, like nothing. Mm-hmm. So smart. But going back to him. <laughs> so he said that so like quickly. Did you say I love you back? I did. Okay. I just kind of knew from the beginning that I did. Mm-hmm. And then you, like, I know you guys are young. He's two years older. But, like, do you talk about future stuff? It's I know it's only been seven months. But, like, does that, like, that does that stuff come up? Or are you just kind of living in the moment? I try not. I mean, it's, I think any, like, I think anybody in a relationship when you're in love, it's hard not to talk about the future, even if it doesn't end up happening. So, like, of course we talk about it. But I, I think both of us try to keep a cap on how much we talk about it. Just because, like, realistically, we do know that we're both young. And just in general, like, it's it's important to me to live in the present. Like, I and I try, my favorite book is um, The Power of Now. And because I used to be such a planner and I would plan everything. I would plan trips like two years in advance. And of course, I never went through. But I would just, I loved planning. I always thought about the future and I realized I wasn't really living in the moment by doing that. So I try to translate that into everything that I do. So like, of course, it's fun to get caught up in the moment with a significant other at any point in your life and talk about things like that. But I have to keep it to a a cap because otherwise like you do get carried away and then god forbid something horrible happens like you get heartbroken whatever it might be so it of course it's fun to talk about but like 
at the same time, you have to be realistic. You're absolutely right. And I feel like if when I was your age, like I wasn't able to do that. I would get so caught up in like my future with this person. Like I'd always like imagine like walking down the aisle and like things right. like that. And it's like then when it didn't work out, I was just that much more upset. Her, yeah. But if you're saying like I'm really enjoying what's happening today and like getting to know this person. Right. Then – you're covered. Right. And of course I sit there and like, it's like, oh my God, like, I love you so much. I can't wait for this. Or like, what if that? And then it's like, okay, well, I'm 24. So slow down. <laughs> Literally. I know that you are only 24, but you've been on dates before. So what's been your worst date experience? You know, it's funny because I've gotten that question so many times. I've never really had like a really bad date. Like, yeah, me either. I've like, I've had a I've had dates I didn't enjoy and like I didn't want a second date, but I've never had like quote unquote like a bad date. Like I think the only time like the only like bad thing and it's not even bad. He just like we were set up and he just like really honestly in retrospect what an insult. He just wasn't attractive and he was like you have such beautiful eyes. And I just didn't find him attractive and I just said thank you instead of like returning the compliment and he was like you know, usually when someone compliments you, like, you should say, you should give one back. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Wait, I mean, that is not why. That was rude. Someone compliments. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be rude. You have, I said, I think I said he had nice eyebrows, which is like, oh, God, like, it couldn't get worse than that. But it wasn't a bad date. That was like a really awkward, weird, kind of rude moment. But like, right. at, even then, that wasn't a bad date by the end of it. Yeah. but I would say that, that was my worst experience on a date. That person really showed their true colors. By yeah, I thought that. it was really weird. Like, if you just want someone to stroke your ego, like, just message a million girls on Tinder then. Beyond. Again, like, I am just prefacing this with, like, I know you're young, but yeah. these, but I still want to ask you these questions because they're important. What would you tell your 21-year-old self? So, like, um, three years ago from I now. would say stop worrying about what everyone thinks of you and just do what you want to do and be unapologetically yourself because I could be doing—I could have been doing what I'm doing now so much longer ago if I had the confidence to—and security to just not care what people said about it. Like, I could have— so many more. I, I don't have YouTube, but like, let's say I did. Like, I could have so many more subscribers on YouTube. I could have so many more Instagram followers. I could be doing, I could have been making so much more content. Like, I wish that I just didn't care. Like, if that, if there's anything I could even tell my 13-year-old self, it's that. Yeah, that's so true. There's this girl who I went to college with, and she was very insecure in college. And like, she wouldn't let anyone take a photo of her. Really? Like, you know how it is in college where there's like group photos all of the course. time or, you know, this or that. Like, she would hide, run away. Like, and she was a pretty girl. Like, she's a pretty girl. And that must have shifted at some point after college because you're not going to believe she actually ended up becoming a fashion blogger. Yeah. And it's like such a 180. That is such a 180 from someone who such, would not take a photo of herself. Such a 180. And she's got a really successful blog. And it's so crazy to me because like my friend and I who knew her in college were like, I can't believe she wouldn't let us take photos of her. And now she's doing this. Like, how amazing is that? Like, that, right. that shift must have happened. And so if she had realized whatever she realized after college and started earlier, like, you know, then that would have been so much more successful. Totally. And I could not agree more. I would, if there's anything I could tell anyone who's younger that, it's like, just do what you like to do and everything good will come from it. Always. Always. 
What are your favorite and least favorite things about being, and I know this word is annoying, but an influencer? Oh, I would say my favorite things. I love meeting everybody. When I, t- I, I love making content and it's so great that I get to make content that, you know, goes viral and people enjoy and seeing the interactions and the positive feedback and engagement is amazing. I love meeting people on the street. I meet at least like, I want to say at least five people a day on the street, like that come up to me. And some days it's way more, some days it's less, but like on average, I'd say five people a day coming up to me being like, oh my God, like you're that girl from TikTok. Like I love your TikToks. Actually, when I was meeting my boyfriend's mom, I wanted to hide under the table because oh girls God. came up to our dinner table and I literally was like, no, 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 not right, not right now. She must have loved that though. She must have been like so proud of you. I think, I mean, I think to just adults that are older, TikTok is so foreign and she thought it was really cute. She was like, oh my God, you're so popular. Like she was so sweet about it, but I was still mortified. I was like, this is the one time like I don't really want that going down. Uh-huh, but um, that's so cool. And on my first date with my boyfriend, this girl came up to me and this was like still, I I wish I knew her name because she came up to me and she was like, you changed my confidence. Like, thank you so much. Like you changed the way I perceive myself. And I was like, so that's like a That huge, is amazing. I know. I was like almost in tears. I was like, if I was not on a date right now, I'd be tearing up. But, but the fact that you were on a date and like that, like it's almost like you paid her to say that on your first date. Right. It and was like definitely, you look good. It definitely got me points. But Totally. And then- I think the things I dislike most is obviously like the hate. Yeah. It's kind of hard to keep things private, which is also difficult. Mm-hmm. That That's kind of a downside to it because it's like part of me wants to be able to share everything because I'm such an open book. But then the other part of me is like I need to protect certain people in my life by not sharing them and that kind of sucks. But it's kind of like a, a line I don't know where to draw sometimes. And it gets a little frustrating. But to be honest with you, there's besides like the clear hatred that takes place sometimes when you have, a you know, pu- when you're a public figure, I don't really have any complaints. I love I, co- I love what I do. I'm so grateful that I'm able to do what I do. Mm-hmm. What is your advice for single friends of yours when they're like, you know, like, I'm so like jealous you found this great guy. Like, what can I do? Because you, you guys met on hinge on, on hinge yeah. so like do you encourage them to go on dating apps like i think that i'm the biggest advocate for dating apps but i know that they're not for everybody but i think my something that i wish i had told myself more and thought more when i was never really that depresso about being single i like being single but i was for a long time the single friend and at some point i definitely was a little depresso about it mm-hmm. and i wish i was more heavily focused on the fact that like it doesn't speak badly of me that I don't have a boyfriend. There's nothing wrong with me. It's just not my time yet. And like great for my friends who have boyfriends. And I think it's important to remind yourself like you need to put yourself out there and you can't take it too seriously. Like I would highly recommend going on Hinge and like going on as many dates as you can because dating is a numbers game. The more dates you go on, the more likely you are to find someone for yourself. And I know that it's exhausting and I know that you get discouraged, but like you got to just do it. You got to. Um, and I would just say, like, there's nothing wrong with you. Be as confident as you possibly can be without being cocky. Mm-hmm. Put yourself out there and don't take it seriously. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, last question, and then we're going to do some poll questions. Oh, my God, I love your polls. Is your boyfriend reveal ever <laughs> coming? Like, if, let's say, you guys, like, move in together and, you know, things are getting more serious and, like, he's a part of you— Will you still not share him? 
I think that on TikTok, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want people knowing his name. I don't want it. Maybe on TikTok, but what about Instagram? Instagram, I like, I have no problem posting a picture with him. No problem at all. Like, is that what people are wondering? I feel like I've posted yeah. pictures of him. No, but you haven't posted, I, I'm just speaking on behalf of the right, people. Right, right, of course. A couple's, like, debut photo that lives on the grid. I was going to say, oh, that I have no problem doing. It's just not happening on TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. he is not going to be in a video on TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, never say never, but, like, I don't intend for him to be on TikTok, but I have zero issue. We're doing a Halloween costume together. Like, I'm sure I'll post a picture of that. Mm-hmm. That will eventually come. I just, like, we haven't had the chance Ooh, to get a picture together. Can you tell us what the costume is? Yeah, we're going to be um, Margot Robbie and Leonardo DiCaprio from The Wolf of Wall Street. Love that. Yeah, because he works Love in finance, so that. I thought it was fitting. That's perfect. Obviously, it was my doing that I'm forcing him into. Obviously. <laughs> I've never, like, I want to do a couple's costume, said no guy ever. No guy ever. Okay, if you live with your significant other and their parents come to visit but are not staying with you, I guess this is related to your recent experience, do you have to hang out with them all weekend or just meet up for brunch or dinner? I think if it's like, I don't, okay, so if it was my parents that were in town, I would say I'm probably going to hang out with them most of the weekend because I don't see them, but he doesn't have to attend everything. Like he can come to like the meals, but he doesn't need to attend everything. Is that a rude thing? Is that wrong? No, I don't think it's wrong. But I think as you get older, like maybe you, like, for example, if my boyfriend, uh, boyfriend, if my fiance, (laughs) I still do that, uh, parents were in town for the weekend, like I'd want to be with them all the time because they've like, We've, like, we're morphing into one family. So I think it's just different about, like, your age and the stage of your relationship. I was going to say, maybe if I had a fiancé, I would feel that way. But I think I would want my partner to want to be with my family all weekend. Not necessarily have to, but, like, That's fair. No, that's fair. And I understand the want. Do you—so you guys don't live together. Do you expect your boyfriend to let you know via text or call when when he gets home from a night out? Yes, yes or no? 100%. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would throw a tantrum. <laughs> so so you do the good morning and good night text. Oh, 100%. Okay. When people act a certain way with you, like let's say they put their arm around you, is it because of their past relationships or natural tendencies that they have? I think natural tendencies. Did you watch Squid Game? I did. Subtitles or dubbed? Subtitles. Okay, same. Yeah. Same. I'm so glad you said that because I feel like dubbed like morphs the whole thing. And I then, agree. Like, it's like weird. I agree. It's like not their real voices. Yeah. Subtitles. Ha- have you ever skipped a workout class even though you knew you were getting charged? Yes. I'm not proud of that. Really? I'm not like, proud of Like more than it. once? I've done, I think I've done it total twice. Okay. It's just really hard for me to do that because the workout classes I do are so ridiculously overpriced. You love berries. I love, I love berries. berries. And I love SLT. And they're like 40 bucks. I know. They're so expensive. 50. I'm like, I'm not just lighting that on fire. It's not even about the money necessarily as much as it's like, I need to just have this experience because I'm paying the money. No, I totally agree you with know? you. And I've only done it twice because I think – they were expiring, and I was going on a trip or some of some then sort. That's, then I but get I it. fought tooth and nail to try to give them to try to get them to give me credit to ex, like to extend, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't do they it. Wouldn't. If you're looking for a relationship, should you be dating only people who have potential, or some people casually no potential also? I think that's like a complex question for me because I don't think anybody should take it too seriously. Because when you think too hard about it, in my opinion, is when it doesn't come. So. I think you should go on as many dates as you can. Some people are going to be more into the idea of a relationship than others, and it'll fall into place the way it falls into place. So that's, I feel like, 
my I don't know which one that would fall under. I would say just date any like date all. Yeah, that's, I agree. Because I when I was 25 was like that stickler who was like I will only date people who are in like my what is that li- like my checklist. Oh right. <laughs> and it's just so stupid because then like I'm forcing someone who's, like, I'm not into, but, like, they're on the checklist, and, yeah, not good. I was going to say, I think it's easier to just date everybody, and then, like, I can—I mean, my boyfriend will say the same thing. I did not go into my date with my boyfriend thinking, like, I want a relationship right now, and neither mm-hmm. did he. Like, Mr. Single, no no shot. Mm-hmm. And then it just happened the way it happened. Mr. Single, I'm yeah. Dead. Do you have a quote or piece of advice that you can share with our listeners in your 24 years of wisdom that has helped you? I said it earlier before, but I would say like really be unapologetically yourself Mm -hmm. because it will take you further than anything else that you could think of. Like trying to please people never takes you anywhere. No one makes history trying to please people. So true. Thank you so much, Audrey. Where can everyone find you, follow you, check out your TikTok? Thank you for having me. Um, I'm the Audrey Peters on every platform. Love it. Thank you. Thank you.